0: Ready?
1: Yep. <laughs> what the fuck was that face? Yawn. Yeah. What does your face look like though? <laughs> you yawn. I didn't want to show
0: that I was yawning. But but
1: it, it was, was like so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Just yawn. Like your nose became a nipple <laughs> and your face was a boob. I don't know. How did you do that? How do you erect your nose like that? <laughs> The contents of the notebook are for entertainment only. It is not meant to offend or hurt anyone.
0: This podcast contains adult themes, sexual content, strong language, and is only intended for an audience who's
1: ready for the shit! Okay there. Story time! Hello and welcome back to the Notebook Podcast. Hi, I'm Amy. I'm Nana and this is our 30th episode.
0: no! no, no. What is that?
1: Is it a fire alarm? <laughs> it's like, what's happening?
0: Like, you know, when it's like the 30th and they have that like like ring? What? The 30th customer thing? You know, Do-do-do!
1: No? That will be like, do 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 Oh, yeah, that one's better. Okay, <laughs> am <I'm kidding. laughs> <It's> that one? <weird>. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, what's new with you, man?
0: Oh, I, actually, I have an update. So, Charlie, my dog. Your son. My son. son. Yes. He got bit on hmm. the nose by a bug what kind of bug i don't know or something and he grew an abscess so basically that's like a huge pimple um and so he has he has this huge pimple on his nose it's like gigantic it's like three times the size of his nose and it, it uh it popped ew yeah so, um, it basically, like, pusses and bleeds, oh. and, yeah, it was not, not very fun. Was for... it a lot of blood? Yeah, it was. It was, like, all over the floors and on the bed, and, like, so nasty, and, <sighs> but he's feeling better now, so. Oh. Yeah, but now we're kind of, like, oh, just, like, we don't want to bring him out, because he didn't get bit again, but. Or, like, infected. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nasty. He was on antibiotics, though, so he's, he's good, but. Poor kid. Did he cry? No, he's been very brave. He hasn't picked at it. I mean, it's like nasty for me because I, I don't know who he is. And also, you have to clean up, clean after him. Yeah, I had to like I was chasing after him with tissues all day because <laughs> like, he touched something and there'd be a bloodstain. Like, Ew, oh, is
1: that bad? It's pretty bad. Yeah,
0: That's gross. I just think of it as like a big pimple. You know those big pimples that pop and then it just bleeds all day. Oh yeah, and it keeps so you bleeding, keep bleeding, yeah. and then you have to like keep, yeah, keep, but bleeding. then yeah, keep. <laughs> Wait. okay shut up i'm sorry i apologize
1: (laughs) are our listeners still here hello hello i don't know why i always chase our listeners away like i do this every fucking week i'm sorry
0: i'm sorry okay okay well no one's listening anymore so it's okay you (laughs) can do it
1: now (laughs) anyways what's new with you um I am four sleeps away from my trip. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But also super stressed because I don't know if our listeners are aware about the situation in Hong Kong. And that's our first stop. Mm. So I'm a little bit worried. Oh, from here to Hong Kong? Yeah. So I don't know what the situation is going to be like when we get there. Whether we're going to be stuck at the airport for for quite a while, um, but... Are you going to China from Hong Kong? No, I'm going from oh. Toronto to Hong Kong. That was yeah. our first stop. Yeah. And then we're going to Tokyo oh, okay. and then China. Oh, okay, so that's good. Yeah, but still, because there's a, a, still a lot of riots and protests going on in Hong Kong right now. Yeah. And uh, apparently we can't wear black, we can't wear yellow, what? we can't wear white, because every color represents like a different perspective in this political issue no way so if you wear black people might think that you're part of that group and then people from the yellow team might attack you holy shit so i'm not saying that this will happen but there is a possibility so to avoid that altogether we're gonna have to pick them pick some bright ass color shirts to wear that's not yellow just wear the canadian flag
0: that's what we said just like we're, shirts yeah we're the like should we go to the
1: dollar store and yeah, buy a bunch of actually, canada shirts canada's but then, the most peaceful thing yeah but also like what if they think we're faking it like it's making it too obvious Oh. so we're just gonna wear like really <laughs> Nice sky blue t-shirts, maybe. I don't so know. So what are the colors
0: like? Like black, like black yellow, white, and... and
1: yellow. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So hopefully we're gonna be okay. We That's are gonna, scary. yeah, call the embassy <laughs> to let them know that we're going to Hong Kong. So hopefully, so if you disappear, they know where yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So those are just precautions that we have to take before a trip. But other than that, we're very excited. That's we're nice. going to Hong Kong for a friend's wedding um And then Tokyo, my first time. I'm very excited. Yay! Mm-hmm. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. I, I hope we, yeah, everything's okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. I hope so too.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, what do you have for us today? So, I have two horror stories right. and then a love story. Mm-hmm. How about you? I have
1: three horror stories. Cool, cool. I'm okay. excited.
0: And you're gonna start? Uh, yeah,
1: I will start. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So, my first story comes from a username I lost my pet hamster. Shame on you.
0: <laughs> it might mean that she
1: lost it. Oh, yeah. Shame on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. English is my second language. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. Anyway, so I messaged her before um, sharing the story. And she's cool with us sharing the story. And I asked if she wanted a fake name. And she told me, oh, yeah, use Sarah or something. So I'm cool. going to name her Sarah or something. Okay. <laughs> Sarah or something, says, <laughs> um, I've been on a few awkward dates, but none have been as bad as a shit show that this was. I'm excited. Yeah. It was horrible in the moment, but honestly, it's just funny now that my friends convinced me to post about it. So a few weeks back, I was talking to this guy I met at a high school debate tournament. So she's very young. Mm-hmm. She's still in high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it hit it off pretty well. And there was zero flirting or chemistry before. So I just assumed that would make a pair of good friends. Mm-hmm. So later, he wanted to meet up and I didn't think much of it. Uh, so for context, we... L- live really close to each other, but he is in his beach house for the summer, which is about three hours drive from me. So there's no easy trip. And I told him that it would be easier to just hang out later during the school year when he's back. But alas, teenage hormones and wrongly interpreted signals made him decide to drive three fucking hours to meet me one day. Wow. Looking back on it, in his mind, it had probably seemed like a date, but in mine, I thought it would just hang hang out as friends. Mm -hmm. So, from the beginning, he was already bragging about himself, oh which no. should have been a red flag already. But we ended up hanging out for a while anyway. Um, it was cool and everything was fine until we got hungry and decided to go to a nearby Chinese restaurant. And this is where the shit show begins. Ooh. So the first part was... Was my fault, she says. I asked him if he wanted anything in particular, and he just let me order whatever I wanted. So I go to my favorite dish, which is pretty Chinese. It's a pretty traditional Chinese dish and is not for everyone, and it was beef tendons. Mm-hmm. I love it, and I just now realize that it probably wasn't suited for people who aren't used to the taste and the texture especially i feel like the taste is okay it's just like really squishy yeah Yeah. the texture is not for everyone yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so but he said he was totally fine with it Mm -hmm. um so i didn't think much of it and also some really needed back story she says i have ematophobia which is like when somebody else barfs she will Oh no! with them oh no yeah and she's also like deathly afraid of people puking in front of her she says that it has to do with some trauma involving a cousin who routinely puked on me <laughs> but it's a different story anyway so when the food arrives and i start digging in he tries a bite and suddenly he looks very very pale And I say that if he hates it, he can just spit it out. Don't have to eat it. Don't worry about grossing me out or anything. I'm fine with it. I'm not offended. And to be honest, I would much rather he just spat it out like, just get rid of it. Yeah. So, and then he says he's fine and tries to swallow it. Immediately, he starts gagging. Amy's banging her head on the table. (laughs) She hates this shit. Anyway, mm. so he starts gagging and choking, and it's obvious that he needs to barf. So I'm freaking out while trying to keep my cool so we don't cause a huge commotion to the workers and the waitresses and other customers. And then it happened. No. He starts puking oh my God. out of his nose. What? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. That's actually the question that I posted. Yeah. Like, how, how does one barf out of their nose? How does that even happen?
0: Uh, oh, this hurts
1: so bad. I know. it's uh, just, just water going through your nostrils. It hurts. It hurts. Yeah. Oh,
0: God. Okay.
1: So at this point, um, Sarah or something says, <laughs> I am freaked out as the vomit starts to cascading down his mouth. And I almost <gasps> beg him to go to the fucking bathroom. The waiter and the owner is looking at us very weirdly now, understandably. Yeah. And uh, he rushed over to the bathroom before the retching sounds were heard. Oh like, we can hear it. Oh my God, oh my God. So, when he comes back with vomit still in his nose and apologizing and complaining loudly. Like he didn't clean up? Or he this- tried, I guess. And he oh. couldn't get it completely clean out of his nose, I guess. Okay, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. Oh. And he was kind of like we apologizing. Have this. Well, true. We should have told this before we ate. So, we would have skipped a meal and saved some money that's true. <laughs> true um so yeah they kind of like they're both mortified at this point right. and they apologize to the restaurant they pay pack up whatever is clean and left and just book it oh my god yep the icing on the cake was that i'm pretty sure our waiter was new <laughs> and we had just fucked up his first day at work oh, oh poor guy yep And Sarah or something says, so at this point, I just feel bad for ordering that dish and I apologized profusely. And then he completely dismissed what had just happened and continues with our date as if nothing had happened. He continues to brag about his debating skills and even about his body. He said something along the lines of, this is the first time you're seeing me outside of a suit. Apparently they wear like formal clothes oh, tournaments. Think
0: he didn't get barf all over his suit. Yeah.
1: And then he was like, please enjoy the view. What? Ew. 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 Like, imagine a high school kid no, saying this.
0: No, God, no.
1: <laughs> You're like two years old, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at last, Sarah or something says, I managed to make some lame excuse about my grandma waiting for me at home, but still, I can't look at the tendons the same ever again. Well, yeah. And uh, she actually replied to to us and gave us an update. And she said, "To make it better, the guy just DM'd me today as if everything was n- normal after a whole month of silence." What the hell? And yeah, that's oh, so annoying. The story from I lost my pet hamster, aka Sarah, or something. Wow. Yeah oh my it's god so that like amy is, is so, so uncomfortable like anything to do with barb and yeah. like coming, out of, coming out of the mouth yeah or nose amy can't deal she'd rather deal with poop yeah poop is so much better what the fuck it is <laughs> it's
0: like maybe it's because i've never experienced shit everywhere you know do you want to no <laughs> no, <laughs> but but I can't picture it, you know? Like in this case, I can like
1: smell the vomit. True. I, can, like, I think it's it. also because you've been barfed on. I have been. Oh, you're right. So you're probably also traumatized, like Sarah What's that? or something.
0: What's the phobia? Because that's probably what I have too.
1: Uh, em- Hold on. <laughs> Find it. Definitely not that. Ematophobia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. E-met- emetophobia?
0: Yeah, that's what I have. Yeah. I've been barfed on to Sarah something.
1: Yeah. It's Ugh. not fun. It's not Ugh. fun, especially when you can see exactly what they had for dinner. Like you saw him eating this piece of tendon, and then, and then you saw it come back out. out out of his nose. And tendon's not
0: a fun thing to barf. Yeah, yeah. What's the worst thing that you barfed out? Uh, it Such was like a weird a topic. But... Spicy. Ooh. noodle. Mm-mm. Yeah, Mm-mm. that's why it hurts so bad. But I don't barf often. Like, even if I have to barf, I don't ever. Oh, one time, though. Oh, no. Kevin, Oh, this was, like, after we went drinking the night before. Right. And the next day, I sometimes, like, I'm not hung over, but I'm just, I just don't like to move around a lot. Mm. So I was like, I just want to stay on the couch today. I watched Netflix. And Kevin insisted on going to the Chinese grocery store to buy stuff. Oh, no i'm like why so we go drive to the chinese grocery store it's like a 15 minute drive and it's like very shitty traffic because like all these asians are driving Mm -hmm. and like we're not the best drivers so anyways so (laughs) we go (laughs) so we go buy our groceries and i'm like i don't feel good but like i'm still okay i can pick up the groceries get back in the car and i'm like i just gotta go home man he's like let's go get pizza i'm like no i gotta go home like i gotta go home he's like all right fine so we're like driving we're like a block away from home, mm-hmm. and I just roll the window down. And I barf all over the side of my car. Oh no! Yeah, he was driving, right? He's driving. Okay. i like, he's like, oh, should we stop? I'm like, no, keep going. <laughs> I'm like, Ew! Oh, the whole car side has vomit Ew, on it. Oh, that's so yeah.
1: gross.
0: Don't worry, it was a company car, so it didn't matter. So okay. it's Ew. cool. Yeah, but it was your barf. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the company's barf. Yeah. Oh, it's so yeah. gross. But yeah, the worst thing I've ever barfed up was a spicy noodle. That's it's so hurt. Yeah, yeah it's pain. What about you?
1: I remember the most recent time that I barfed, um, I wasn't drunk or anything, but we went to pie. The Thai place in downtown. It was really good. They're usually usually there's no problem. But I ordered a sangria, Mm -hmm. and I ate the fruits in there, and they didn't taste quite right. So then I didn't like. There was nothing wrong at first. I just felt like the fruits didn't taste good. And then we went over to a friend's house to watch scary movies. After the movie was over, though, like we didn't even get through the movie. I think it was two thirds done, and I felt so sick. So I told Lehman like we have to go home. So we got an Uber. It was like a twenty minute drive home. Mm And as the Uber pulled up at my apartment, I, like, dashed out the door and I started barfing, like, projectile vomiting out of my mouth. And it was all red because it was red sangria. Sangria? And it just looked like I was barfing blood. It was disgusting it Ew. was so bad oh god and it was like friday night so and i i lived on king west at that time oh, god, so it yeah. was super busy it was like 11 o'clock at night or something it was super busy people were walking by what everyone life. else
0: was doing too so yeah
1: but it was before everyone got drunk <laughs> oh true right <laughs> yeah. so like i got I was just barfing everywhere oh, my under my god. apartment and it was all liquid it was it was like because there's so much and it's yeah. all liquid so it's like dripping down oh. the, the hill oh, oh it was disgusting Ew. And I was sick until four o'clock that night, like that morning. Oh, my God. Shit was coming out of both ends. I was not pretty. Oh, God. I was not pretty. So, yeah, be cautious when you drink Sangria. I don't Oof. eat the fruits. They're not always fresh. Nope. Yikes. Yeah. What What, are, what were we talking about? I don't oh, know, yeah. But, barf. Yeah, okay. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that story, Sarah, or something. <laughs>
0: Okay, and this is my first story, and it was shared by someone with a username Tottenham underscore 555. I'm going to name him James. hmm Okay. So it's New Year's Eve, and James is cuddled up in bed with his girlfriend. She's Japanese and has just moved to the UK for about six months, so her English is far from fluent. Mm-hmm. And she speaks with a really heavy Asian accent. Mm-hmm. So this means that it's sometimes pretty difficult to understand what she's saying. So James often relies on context, gestures, etc. to understand what she means. Interesting. And this becomes very relevant soon. Okay. So as it gets closer to midnight, the kissing starts and the cuddling and then the fondling. And finally, sexy time begins. (laughs) So at this point in their relationship, they hadn't actually had sex yet. They'd been only dating for about three months. So he was pretty excited, thinking that New Year's night would be kind of like the perfect occasion. It's kind of cute. Yeah. And so the clothes came off nice and quickly, lights go out, and they kind of shuffle into position. He then realizes that he had never asked if she was a virgin. Um, So it wasn't anything they discussed before, but if they were going to go with this, he should probably ask that now. So he leans down to ask, and she replies, I've had butt sex. Oh, and he's pretty confused by this answer. Is she saying she's had butt sex, but not vaginal? That's weird, but sure, no problem. (laughs) And he's like, but maybe she's saying, of course, I've had vaginal sex. I've even had butt sex. So James wasn't really sure how to proceed. Okay. So he just whispered, you've had butt sex? And she goes, yes, I've had butt sex a long time ago in Japan. And he can't see her facial expressions or body language because it's so dark. Right. And he's kind of lost, but he decides to go with it. So he goes, do you want to try it again? And she's like, yes, I want it to last a long time. Last time very quick and over soon. And James was a pretty sexually conservative guy. He didn't have a ton of partners. And had never really been interested in doing it up the bum. But it seemed like she knew what she wanted. And he'll be damned if he won't do what it takes to satisfy his girlfriend. Aww. So they kissed some more and fondled a bit. Then he rolled her onto her stomach into position. Oh no. And she goes a bit quiet at this point. Which makes James a little nervous. But he plows on both metaphorically and literally. Oh god. And as he slowly guides his looped up member between her butt cheeks. All he can hear are fireworks in the background, and he imagines that they're just for them. Because it does feel like it is. Right. He makes contact and attempts entry, but oh. he quickly realizes he's landing on a hostile planet. A very hostile planet. She is immediately pissed off, turned off, and almost walked off. What? So, uh, turns out she said she'd had bad sex before, not butt sex. Oh, (laughs) no. That was kind of an honest mistake. Kind of James being dumb for not knowing his girlfriend well enough to realize she didn't want to go from zero to butt sex in (laughs) record time. Still, they laughed it off and had normal non-butt sex, so happy new year. Oh my god. (laughs) That's
1: so funny. (laughs) That's so funny. Can you imagine the girlfriend just like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Have you had sex before? I've had bad sex. Yeah. You know what it is. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, I can show you a better time, baby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. That was probably worse than oh her God. bad sex time. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Especially if it's your first time. Oh, uh, anyways. I'm uh, glad you figured it out, James, <laughs> in the end. And thank you for sharing that. That is so
1: funny. <laughs> All right, my second story comes from a username, Flux-Capacity. So I'm going uh, to name him Jamie. Mine was James. Okay, fine, Jamie's fine. It's different. Okay. 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 They're their own people. Aye, aye. Okay, so Jamie says, I met a person on okay, Cupid who seemed amazing. We had very similar interests. She was older. She was an art professor and seemed very grounded. Right. So we met on an informal date where we walked in the park and she brought her little dog and we ended up hanging out afterwards. So it was a pretty good time. Mm-hmm. We talked about going on hikes, maybe doing a bike trip, and I was very stoked. And on a subsequent date, we went to an observatory and got drinks. So everything was going really great. I was so excited about the things that we might be able to do together that my mind blew past the fact that she also talked about Almost constantly about her exes, her bad dates, and how none of her co-workers liked her. Weird. Right. Hmm. Uh, she also frequently talked about how an ex who was 15 years junior of her and also her student ruined her career by telling everyone in her department that she was crazy. What the f- I mean, if that doesn't make you go the other way, I don't know what well. Yeah, <laughs> actually. Wait, right. so she's a teacher? She's an art professor. Oh, she's a
0: professor. Okay. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, she ta- She also talked about how good sex was with her ex-boyfriend, who, in her words, was a homophobic rec- redneck. What the hell? But she was talking about how good the sex was. Okay. Right? And at the end of the date, she was talking about how they had broken up a week prior to this date, or a month prior, what? Or I, I'm not sure, actually.
0: Interesting. <laughs> yep.
1: And uh, Jamie says I'm not, I'm from the south, so I have nothing against rednecks per se, minus not knowing if you are dating someone, and minus for talking about sex with an ex on a first date, like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she told me about a recent bad date where the person was so crappy that he decided to bike an hour back by himself uphill uh, to his own vehicle rather than continuing the date and drive with her. I'm not sure if he was so horrible on this date or if she She was was, so horrible that he had to do this to get away from her. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Anyway, so Jamie says, I should have taken the numerous red flags, but we hung out three more times. Wow. The last time we hung, we were in her kitchen and her redneck lover or ex-lover, or I'm not sure what he is really, came to her house and nonchalantly spoke through her window that he was on his lunch break. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. At first she was gas like she, she was like what the hell is he doing in my house and then i asked her when was the last time you saw him and she said oh last night okay <laughs> so obviously this woman was still banging this redneck mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and so jamie stayed a little bit longer but eventually told her that he had to leave and he was very uncomfortable with this whole thing right yeah so, um, he says uh, having ended a several long, several year long relationship in the past couple of months, I admit that I am pretty rusty on dating, and the experience felt so surreal that I found it difficult to understand how it didn't make sense. So I just kept writing it out. So to top it off, he half, she half ghosted me after the kitchen incident, and she ghosted him. Yeah, she ghosted him. Oof. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Sorry. She's a fucking professor.
0: Yeah. So when I, do you remember when you were like younger and you had teachers and you thought they were so mature and old? Yeah. I like think like about your grade seven teacher or something. Yeah. So now a lot of my friends are teachers. Yeah. And really <laughs> after school, they change into a crop top and go drinking.
1: That is very true. And
0: ride a bull at a country bar. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, teachers are. I remember. Do you remember grade seven? There was a Miss McGuire.
0: Yeah, yeah, Miss McGuire. No, that was grade eight.
1: Was that grade eight? Yeah, yeah. With I feel like I feel like she would have been one of the party girls. The one with the son. I don't remember her son. Did she have a
0: son? She had a son. She's a single mother.
1: I I remember. I what I remember about her is that her favorite colors were pink and brown. And she would. Pink and brown. Yeah. She would only ever have two different colors on her nails. It was either all pink or all brown.
0: Are we talking about the same Miss McGuire? Yeah. Like the. She's
1: chubbier. She has brown hair. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And she always like tapped the desk with her nails. She did. Right? I remember
0: her. Yeah. She was a bitch.
1: She wasn't very nice. No. No. Um, I had a teacher, Mr. Mm Moselle, in
0: grade seven. Right. And he was only 23. What? Yeah. He told In- us he was 23, and I was like, well, you're so old.
1: <laughs> but then now that
0: I think about it, I was like, wow, he's
1: really young. So young. That's yeah. younger than us. Yeah. Holy cow. Yep. I don't remember him. Yeah, he's... Was he cute? No. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's so strange, though, when you think back to the teachers. The teachers
0: are not that... Yeah, you think, you'd think they were, like, super mature yeah. and, like, older, but, like... Now They're we know. are just like us, yeah.
1: Everybody has their problems. Exactly. No one's perfect. Especially well, this art
0: teacher. She's yeah. very artsy with the way she handles men.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 Well, thank you for sharing your story, Jamie. And this is my
0: second story. Mm-hmm. So it's written by a username, throwaway5438957.
1: Cool. Yeah. Is that a student number? Like maybe.
0: Actually, think, yeah, it is. Right. Yeah, it's seven digits. Yeah. That's jokes. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> um, it's a dad writing this. Oh. So he goes My oldest son is in the Marines and he hasn't been home in almost a year. Mm-hmm. He took a 10 day leave so that he could actually come home and visit. Mm-hmm. At first, we didn't tell his mother in case the leave got denied. And when it was approved, he just decided that he would fly in and surprise her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I tell the wife I'm going to be over at a friend's house to watch the Packers slash Falcons game just as a cover so that I could pick him up. Mm-hmm. And I get to the airport and actually watch the second quarter of the game waiting for his plane. My son gets off the plane. We talk for a bit waiting for the luggage. And then he goes to change into his dress shirt and his pants. Mm-hmm. And now the whole time I've been texting my wife saying that I was bored. The game sucked. I wasn't <laughs> going to stay much longer. And I was probably going to head home soon. Mm-hmm. So my son and I discussed the plan on how to surprise um, his mom on the drive back to the house. Right. So we go back and forth from her having to open the front door to see him on the porch to just having him walk into the house. All right. We settle on him waiting a few minutes after I go inside as I want to get the whole thing on video.
1: Um,
0: yeah. So I walk in and the house is quiet. No one's in the living room. It's a little odd, but it is after 9 p.m. So maybe the other kids are already in bed and then my wife is in bed as well. Oof, I don't like this. Unfortunately, alarm bells start going off in my head when I open our bedroom door. And the first thing I notice is the flickering candlelight. What I did not know was the entire time I was gone, my wife set in motion her own plan for the evening. She got the kids settled in by letting them keep their tablets after bedtime, Mm -hmm. took a nice hot bath, redid her makeup, and when I told her I was on the way home, she lit the room with candles and put on her fuck me lingerie. Oh, so no shit. There I was staring at my wife, giving me her best come hither look with our 21 year old son outside, not 30 feet away, waiting to surprise her. (laughs) A handful of reaction to the scene are acceptable. Pulling out your cell phone, sending a text message is not one. The text told my son to stay outside. I had resolved the most immediate problem of our son walking in and seeing his mother like that, but I was drawing a blank on how to fix everything else. So my brain latched onto what must be the most stupid plan I've ever had in my life. I told my wife to get dressed because she would never believe what the neighbors were doing, and she had to come see. (laughs) The look of confusion on her face was priceless. are, Are you kidding me right now? Like I just put on my best laundry. It took me five minutes to convince her to put on some sweatpants and a sweatshirt to go to the front door. Finally, after dodging all her questions and getting her to open the door, there was our son in his dress uniform, and she was ecstatic. That noise brought all the kids out, and everyone was happy except me. The (laughs) wife excused herself after a few minutes, took off her lingerie and her sweats before everyone noticed. And it goes without saying that I did not get any action that night. Oh my god. Also, in trying to savage the whole surprise, I forgot to video it for my free internet points. So I guess Aww. today I fucked
1: up. We'll have to suffice instead. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So That's funny. so funny. Okay. Because, like, this is supposed to be a horror story, so my mind took me to darker places. Oh, right.
0: right I right. thought, like,
1: he was gonna walk in on his wife with I, someone else.
0: I okay, when I first saw this, I thought that. His son was gonna see his wife like this. Yeah. Like, when I first started reading it, but um. I mean, it's still kind of a horror story because he didn't get to have sex, and yeah, I guess this was probably something because you don't get to do this a lot when you have kids. Yeah, it's so very rare. it's probably one of those rare moments, and yeah. he was like, "Oh, damn it!" But also, it was nice because, like, his son was home.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, like from her perspective, she was probably super pissed when it he was, was such a roller coaster, right? He's like. He takes out his phone as soon
0: as <laughs> she's there. He's like, "Fuck."
1: <laughs> yeah, she was probably like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I spent all this time doing and planned everything and out. Like, yeah, and you're asking me to put on sweats to go see what the yeah. neighbors are doing? Are you fucked? <laughs> yeah, but then going out and seeing her son and everything—that would yeah, have that made him so nice. Oh, oh, yeah, that is so funny. But,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like thinking about her, mm-hmm. that would have been so much effort. Yeah. probably shaved her legs. Oh my like, god. Ain't nobody got time for that. Anymore, nah. But, nah. But yeah, I'm glad in the end it, it worked out for you. Yeah. But I'm sorry you didn't have your.
1: Yeah. Try again. Yeah.
0: Try again later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is my last story of the week, and it's shared by a username, Sm- Smudjikins. Smudjikins okay i'm gonna call her samantha these are hard men anyway samantha says this happened many years ago when i was a very passive woman still i had been molested as a child and Oof. i would forget that i was molested when i was a kid until now and now i'm full grown and i could say no and i am better now damn good very That's, dark beginning yeah, i'm wow. sorry yikes yeah anyway she's better now though she's better now yeah. you'll see I think. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So Samantha says, my duplex neighbor had a man they wanted me to date. Mm -hmm. He was the wife's brother. So I guess also their neighbor's brother. And since she was really nice, the wife was really nice. I assumed that her brother would also be nice. So I said, okay. Niceness does not run in the family, unfortunately. (sighs) Next. Yeah. So she says, our first date was to go to a movie, and somewhere in there, he told me how much sex he and his ex-wife used to have, and how much sex with his ex-wife cost per pop. What? Yep. Is she a prostitute? No, she was not a prostitute, but apparently, um, this guy worked out an equation of how much sex cost it with his wife, his ex-wife, like how many times they would make love in the marriage divided into the amount of money that he made.
0: What the hell?
1: Yeah. Jesus. I would have left right there and then. Oh, hundred 100%. Like, who does that? The who calculates? Monster. How So how how does he know how much sex they have throughout the entire ma- sh- marriage?
0: Maybe it wasn't a lot, that's why.
1: Maybe. Yeah. So he's probably like, this shit is expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this marriage shit. Anyway, clearly he's not as nice as she hoped him to be. So she says, being dumb, I agreed to a second date in which I cooked supper for him. This time he told me about his favorite prank at the office, which involved a pretended suicide in which he pulled a pin from a dummy grenade and yelled at what, that he was going to end it all. This guy's a fucking lunatic. (sighs) That's fucked. And he said he especially liked to do this prank when there's a new person. And when this new person was black. <gasps> because the reaction was better. That's what he said. This guy sucks. This guy needs to go to hell. Uh, she has this guy in his he- her house right now. Yeah. And she made like a nice little supper for him. And Can he's you imagine telling making like a
0: nice roast dinner and he's talking about this shit?
1: I would kick him out of my house. Yeah. Be like, you don't deserve this meal. Nope. You don't deserve the, the heart and sweat that I put into expensive, this. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking shit. I'm so mad. I'm angry. Man, anyway, I, I guess it gets worse. Like, oh, I, what? I, I felt more angry while reading this. Um, wow. So she continued, during this time that we we're seeing each other, we had sex a couple of times. Did he pay her? No. <laughs> but she did say that it's not something that I had wanted. Oh. And she said, as I mentioned before, I was super passive at that time. Um, And the last time he got out of the bed, he told me he was going to be married to a 35-year-old version the next day and asked if I was jealous. (laughs) What the hell? So after they've had sex for for a while, they were seeing each other and they were having sex. And then one day, he just randomly, after having sex, randomly told her that, oh, by the way, I'm marrying a 35-year-old version tomorrow. Are you jealous? Nah, I'm... Confused and also pissed off. What the fuck? That's so weird, man. So fucking weird. And she was like, it occurred to me that a wedding does not take more than a couple of weeks to plan. And his sister must have known that he was planning to get married. So he his sister helped him cheat on his fiance by setting me up with him. Wow. This nice lady, nice neighbor. That she
0: thought was nice. Yeah.
1: Apparently was not obviously right so obviously Samantha was not okay with this and uh got out of the situation and she writes I saw him and his new wife again when his sister invited me to a Tupperware party what the fuck is a Tupperware party oh,
0: it's like things that housewives usually do they used to sell Tupperware so like you display all the Tupperware and then you have your friends and neighbors come over and they can buy Tupperware from you
1: go to Costco <laughs> <laughs> they're clean it's like a
0: it's like a party kind of event that some people but it's mostly in the states yeah, yeah yeah it's it was a big thing back then when like women didn't really work and so it's kind of like a pyramid scheme actually so you would sell tupperware and then you get promoted and then you would recruit people to do these tupperware um, parties and yeah
1: are they new tupperware or are you used? oh yeah it's new it's all new oh, yeah oh but, so it's like a pyramid s- scheme yeah Interesting. Yeah. No, you don't sell your. Old I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what the
0: fuck is a Tupperware party? No, you literally display all this
1: Tupperware. Uh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, Samantha says, yeah. for some reason that I don't remember, the sister couldn't give me a ride home, even though they were neighbors, um, after the Tupperware party, and the, this icky man drove me home instead. Oh no. Um, I don't know if he thought that he would get a little supplemental loving, <laughs> but if he did think so, he was wrong. I said goodbye in the car, and I slammed the door, and I walked away and never saw him again. Good for you. Yeah. Wow. Ugh. 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 Just so many ughs yeah. out of this. This ugh. is like ugh. There's n- nothing that was good, like out of out of this relationship that she it's had. Just like
0: time. it makes me. It's so interesting, and I feel so bad for that poor 30-year-old lady that he married. 35-year-old virgin. 35-year-old virgin.
1: Yes. Oh, God. But it's so fucked up that the sister created created this opportunity for her brother to cheat on his fiance with her neighbor. Yeah. Like, what's the motive? I don't understand. Well, I
0: mean, I don't think she knew this sister that well. Because if the brother is like that, that's got to run in the family. Yeah,
1: but like, would you ever help Willem cheat? One
0: of no, hundred percent, no. There's no way. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. like, we have different
1: values, right? Uh, I don't know, man. Um, mm, I don't see the value in this. (laughs) Freaking nasty. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing this story, Samantha. I'm glad
0: that you are better and you're more confident and yes, don't deal with that shit anymore. Nope. This is my last story, and it's the good story. Mm-hmm. So um, this information I got off of a couple articles. So one was on PopSugar. It was by Murphy Maroney. And mm-hmm. then um, another one by Jim Mendoza on Hawaii News Now. Mm-hmm. So this happened in Honolulu in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So um, a Hawaii man, Ted Richardson, was 16 when he met his wife, Florence who was then 14, in their hometown in Pennsylvania in 1941. Damn. So he said, I was standing in the hall and the classes were changing and I saw a beautiful girl. Mm. I went home straight away and told my daddy that night that I saw the girl I was going to marry. Wow.
1: Yeah. At 16 he
0: knew? Yeah. Damn. Damn. After high school, he enlisted in the U.S. Marines and served in World War II, mm-hmm. and he carried her photograph with him everywhere he went. Aww. In fact, Ted admits that Florence was how he made it through serving in the <laughs> Marines during World War II. Oh
1: my god, it's so sweet.
0: Yeah, he said, she was beautiful. I didn't mind looking at her all the time, he told Hawaii News Now. When the war was over, the couple married and started their life together, eventually moving to Hawaii in the 1970s. And she unfortunately passed away six years ago. Hmm. Yeah. So Florence worked for the FBI and Ted was a school teacher. They only had one son and apparently Florence had never said a bad word in her life. Ted said that his, life, his wife only lost her temper once in their tw- 72 years of marriage. And he said, it was my fault. <laughs> so to pay her back, over the last five years, Ted has arrived at the cemetery to visit his wife of 72 years at 6.30 a.m. sharp to bring her carnations. Naturally, after so many visits, the groundskeepers began to take notice. He used to walk up the hill to her grave, but then he started using a cane, so security staffers drove him up the hill. Aww. Yeah. And in order to get to the cemetery, Ted actually needed to take three bus rides Um, And then each time he brought these mini carnations for Florence's grave. And he said, I use mini carnations because when you first put them in, they're just buds. And then about three days later, they open up. So then they just like keep blossoming as Mm -hmm. he keeps putting them there. And the interviewer asked him how much longer he would visit with Florence because he was getting older. Mm -hmm. And he said that he has a feeling he'll know when it's time to stop. And he says... um, Do you know how I keep track? I have calendars and I mark them down every day when I come home. I'll keep going as long as I can go. God will tell me when I've had enough. Ted is 94 years old and he has also planned ahead. So he's arranged with his church to bring Florence fresh flowers once a month after he dies and is buried beside her. That's so sweet. That's so sad. Yeah, (laughs) but it's it's really sweet because like he... He calls it his payback. And so some of us are like, what does that mean? But it's like his payback to her for being such a sweet wife and loving, caring person it's to him. So fucking sweet. Like, yeah, 72 years and only lost her temper once.
1: I lost my temper once in 72 hours, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but these types of stories are so sweet because I, I can't even imagine how, like, they met when they're 16 and 14. And they stayed together the whole time and, like, were committed to each other the entire time. Like, they didn't even know what anything else was besides their relationship. Yeah, they're
1: each you know? other's lives.
0: Yeah, like, even when he was in war, he focused on her photo.
1: Like, that was the light at the end of the tunnel yes. for him. yeah. That is, oh my god. And
0: oh, That's so sweet. How do you
1: lose somebody like that and live okay. on? Yeah. He's obviously not okay. <laughs> no,
0: like, well, he... But- yeah, that's why he visits her every day, right? Like, he probably... So, takes three bus rides, so I'm thinking it takes almost, like, the whole day. Yeah,
1: just to get there mm. and spend maybe, like, half an hour at most with yeah, her and then gets flowers. home. Yeah. It, it reminds me of Up. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. There's a, a theory that Up is not about a man and his journey of losing his wife and, like, trying to live on and finding his way to paradise, like that's not the real story that it's trying to tell. Um, The theory is that he actually also dies after his wife passed away. And this whole story is based on he and his wife trying to find their way to Paradise Fall after they've both gone. And it's just like they're in heaven and trying to find the place that they've always wanted to go to. And that was his life mission and he couldn't accomplish it during lifetime. So he tried and finally accomplished it after he's passed on yeah because
0: it's just yeah there's like a lot of couples out there that also if they've been together for so long they don't know anything else so that when one one of the
1: people passes passes passes
0: away then the other one dies pretty shortly after
1: you can actually die from heartache heartbreak Mm -hmm. right Mm mm-hmm man that was a heavy one
0: was it heavy it was was so so sweet it's really
1: sweet but it also makes me really sad i can't the idea of leaving somebody that you've known and loved your entire life it breaks my heart
0: yeah and
1: also anything involving old people being sad it (sighs) breaks my heart
0: Well, he's not sad though he's like he's happily bringing her flowers i'm sad yeah yeah he loves her so much Damn. Yeah, but this was last year, so he's still kicking it and doing Yay. his thing. So Yeah. Aww. And he's also like planned ahead.
1: I know. I don't know any man that'll plan ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you said that they had a son, right? Uh yes, they have one son. So yeah. at least he's not alone. Yep. Yeah. So <sighs> man, love is too real. I made a pact with Eamon. Yeah. I told him that when the day comes, when we're old and gray, uh-huh. and um, when the t- time comes, I have to go first. I know you said that before. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> it's, I told him, I'll do anything while we're still young. I'll do anything for you. But this is one selfish thing that I have to do when yeah. the time comes, because I don't think so I can help. so hard. Handle. I know. Yeah, I very- don't even think about it. Yeah, I think about it all the time really not all the time but it crosses my mind sometimes when i hear stories like this yeah i have a tendency to put myself in situations in the story like that's why i cry so much in the movies and when i read stories because i i put myself in their shoe right like in the protagonist's shoe Uh i don't know why i do this it's kind of creepy that i do this anyway yeah so when i read stories like like this and i'm relating it back to my own life and it just breaks my heart yeah. Fuck, I don't know how to deal with that.
0: Well, you don't have to deal with it because you guys made packs. So. Yeah, true.
1: <laughs> ha, there we
0: go. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for sharing. And thank you. Oh. It was very sweet. So sad. And that's the end of episode two. 30 30 wow we hope you enjoyed this week's stories and if you did please rate subscribe and review us on apple podcast to let us know what you think
1: we also want to hear yours or your friends dating horror stories or love stories so please email them to us at the Notebook podcast at gmail.com and let us know if you want to be anonymous and we will make up names for you and you can now listen to us on all
0: of your favorite podcast platforms follow us on facebook instagram twitter and we're going to update this regularly um, so that you guys can keep up with us. And you can find all of this information on our website
1: at thenotbookpodcast.com. Yes. And please also tell your friends and family to tune into our podcast and be our friend.
0: Yeah, because I've been editing like eight episodes now. You're so okay. So, yeah. You're doing Come really listen, to great. <laughs> listen to my work. Listen to my work. So, that's the end of our episode. We hope that you tune in for next week's episode that will air on Sunday. Dirty 30. This is Dirty 30. Dirty 30. Oh. Should have called it that. Oh, we will call it that. Okay. Dirty 30. Cool, cool. All right. (laughs) Anyways, bye for now. Bye.